Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is brought to you by StarCharge, the largest EV charging manufacturer in the world and is also a provider of residential and commercial battery storage and microgrid solutions. And KimPower, the reliable, quick, and scalable EV charging solutions for everyone and everywhere. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I'm your host, Francie, and today I am joined by Kyle and Jerome, both from, of course, the Out of Spec team. And today we're talking about a new venture from Out of Spec, all about Renew. So we're going to dive into the Out of Spec Renew channel, who Jerome is, what's going on here, and really what we can expect from this part of Out of Spec. So thank you both for joining me. How are you doing, Jerome? Very good, very good. <laughs> good to join the team. Yes, yes, it's great to have you. Yeah, um, I'm excited to learn more about you as well as the work that you're doing for Out of Spec Renew, and uh, can't wait to dive into that. But Kyle, hello, how are you doing? Hey, good morning. Really pumped. Uh, for those that don't know, Jerome is really uh, a leader in this space, so I'm really excited to have him join the team and to uh, talk about uh, everything Out of Spec Renew conversions, uh, classic electric, classic cars going electric, modified new cars going crazy, uh, and even maybe some, uh, you know, life cycle of battery stuff included in there as well. Very cool. Yeah. So Jerome, will you maybe tell us where you're calling in from? Well, I'm calling from the UK where I'm based and I go back and forth, well, actually to the US, but also Europe and all over the place. So for about Two decades already, I've been traveling the world, doing stories for the print media and, and French uh, television. I'm originally French, live in the UK and around the globe. So I've been co covering car-related content for yeah 20 years plus. And I started getting interested into the EV scene about eight, nine years ago. Um, soon did some training about it. Um, and during COVID, I actually did a lot of training 
and I ended up giving training to um, uh, dealerships uh, staffs that needed training because all those guys were receiving brand new cars, brand new EVs, and they had no clue how to service them. So I helped uh, one of the key European um, manufacturer train their team. So that was Very quite cool. interesting. And then uh, around the same time, um, a new magazine came up, the EV Builders Guide. So shameless plug for the EV Builders Guide, which cover everything that has to do with conversion to EV. So mainly classic cars, pickup trucks, um, but also modified EVs. So the whole EV scene is for enthusiasts is covered in the magazine. And that's pretty much what um, the the channel we cover will cover also. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So I, I can see why, you know, Kyle would want you to come on and run this initiative, but I'd love to ask Kyle, why start the out of spec renew channel? Yeah. Don't we already have enough freaking YouTube channels? Um, but I think this is different. Uh, I went to what really sparked all of everything for the renew channel was I went originally to the Denver, uh, Jerome, what was the, yeah, the State of Charge event in Denver, which I had no idea we had this subculture, even here in Colorado, of converting combustion vehicles to electric. And even some of them were built from the ground up to be electric. And it was really cool. So uh, I went there. I ran into Jerome, who uh, recognized us from the YouTube videos. And we got to chatting and we're like, this is so cool. And I was totally learning out of my element. I was like a kid in the candy store. I was looking at Volkswagen buses that were converted to electric to supercars that were built in this dude's garage. I mean, it was crazy. And uh, I thought, okay, no one, and I, this kind of sounds a little bit weird, but like no one has come up and said, Hey Kyle, which like normally when we go to EV events, most people are out of spec familiar and we can chat and be like, oh, maybe I recognize you from online or something. There was zero connection of out of spec at this event. And I'm like, that is so eye-opening because what that tells me is there's zero crossover of this, or at least very little crossover of this electric conversion scene to what we cover with new vehicles on out of spec reviews and motoring and the other channels. It's almost like our world is split in two, and we've been operating on one side of it. But this fascinating side, I was like, we have to go hardcore into covering this stuff. And ultimately, the reason we have multiple channels is to serve multiple interests, multiple niches. And ultimately, this is another niche in the EV space. And it's a very little crossover, obviously, to what the other uh, channels are doing. And therefore, Jerome and I went to Texas Roadhouse that night uh, with some friends and we decided, okay, if the magazine can work, a YouTube channel can work, let's start the beginning phases of launching out of spec renew, which is all about, um, you know, we're still kind of f figuring out what the heck it's all about, but, but primarily it's about converting classic cars to electric, or even modern cars to electric. So you have the conversion space. There's an upgrade portion for, you know, we're, we're experimenting with it with crazy modified Teslas and other vehicles. You know, again, maybe some upgrading things there. And the original intent was also to include maybe crash repair 
If a vehicle's into an accident, what do you do with the high voltage components? Can you harvest those high voltage components and put them into a conversion? Uh, can we save classic EVs? I bought the RAV4 EVs, uh, the first generations for this channel. The Coda EV is a perfect example of a car that needs to be featured on Renew. Um, so there's just a lot of this conversion stuff that doesn't have to do with like new series production electric vehicles, which is what we cover on reviews. So that's a long explanation as to what this all is. Um, but that's basically what we discussed, right, Jerome? I mean, that's that was yeah. our dinner. Yeah, and going back to what you were saying, there's no crossover between Renew and Reviews, is what you'll notice quite soon is uh, all the people who interview that have converted their classic cars, they, uh, they are motorheads, they come from big V8 world, muscle cars, big trucks, classic trucks, and they just saw the light. They understand um, driving an electric car is easy, is easy. It, you get so much power and torque, and it's just fun to build. Once you've done your training, your high-voltage training for safety, uh, it's relatively easy to convert a classic car because most of the components besides the battery are quite compact. So it's very exciting to, you know, start uh, taking parts from a Nissan Leaf and yet convert your Volkswagen Beetle to go full send and then convert your know, very nice 150,000 pickup trucks into an electric pickup truck. So, and, and yeah. the thing, it's a international, it's a global thing. It's, it's not a US only uh, scene. It's not a European scene. Um, there was a show in Sydney, Australia last weekend. It, it was fantastic. So we really want to cover the global phenomenon that is the conversion to EV or the retrofit, as, as it's sometimes called. So we'll be um, working with different contributors from around the globe just to cover everything. Very cool. Yeah, definitely an international project for Out of Spec. I mean, you are literally international, not in the US, but of course, this is happening all over the world because there are classic cars or car projects and people who are really interested in this kind of conversion everywhere. So uh, that's really cool that we're going to be able to cover stories from all over. Of course, when you know people think about EVs, hopefully there is some sort of cost benefit to owning them, but these projects are pretty costly, right? So who are yes. typically the people that you're finding are doing these projects and what is their motivation behind them? Well, it's actually all over the place. We find people coming to see us at shows, for instance, and they have maybe a budget of $5,000 and they would like to convert their, you know, 10, 50-year-old car, which for me would be the ideal case. Convert a 10-year-old car where you have ABS, all the safety features you want, and it's a perfectly running car, but maybe it has 200,000 miles you want to convert it to electric that's the perfect use case unfortunately the industry is not there yet where you can produce uh, a low-cost system batteries are still expensive repurposing batteries is a good option but it's not necessarily always um, possible in europe it's not something you can do in the us it's perfectly fine so it's an ideal case However, because everybody wants <laughs> Tesla uh, modules, uh, the price is still quite high. You still have to spend, you know, seven, eight hundred thousand, dollars for a module. Uh, so if you need five uh, or ten of them, it goes up quite quickly. Even if you if you buy an inexpensive motor, because the funny thing, the electric motor is relatively inexpensive. The main expense is still um, the battery pack, building the battery pack. So. Going back to your question, who are people converting their cars is just 
um, the average Joe that would like to learn more and start doing it. It's also big pet haul heads and uh, that just want to convert their car to get more torque. Uh, so the funny thing is a lot of um, of the cars we've been covering in the magazine are actually uh, muscle cars. So people got rid of the big V8s that are like, super in, uh, inefficient and they deliver quite some power, but the torque is not always the best. And they just go all in with a, a, say a Tesla Model S. Uh, even the 85D is just enough power to completely transform your uh, 60s uh, muscle car. And you also get uh, more and more people that have been in the big V8 or big LS conversion world, and they see there's an opportunity to bring something else uh, to, the, to the party, and they just go all in also doing their training. And, and after a few days of training, you can actually start building and converting cars. And more and more, there are complete systems you can already buy that they've been fully uh, engineer, design, and manufacture, so they are bolt on and plug in. So, as you, you are saying, Francie, unfortunately, it's still not cheap, but um, I see it going uh, within five years, it will be much cheaper to convert a car. Two years ago, it was there was no industry, like three years ago, I should say, there was no industry whatsoever. It was just a bunch of guys all over the place trying to figure out how you could repurpose uh, a Tesla Model 3 um, drivetrain. And now you can buy a complete system to just buy a, a Model 3 motor and then just uh, install it in whatever you want to use. You can even, for your pickup truck, for instance, for your Chevy truck, you can buy a full subframe and, and you just install your Tesla drivetrain. So it's getting easier and easier. And um, we did film a video um, at SEMA. And SEMA this year was quite fantastic because, because you could tell how the industry understood the conversion to EV. Uh, phenomenon. So um, I think there was probably like 30 to 40 uh, manufacturer and installer coming and visiting and trading at the show. Uh, five years ago, there was maybe five e converted to EV cars. So, and we had probably 100 or 80 this year. And more and more events are coming uh, throughout the United States throughout the world. So for instance, in America, you've got the Electrify Expo and they have, I think, uh, eight events this year and they bring modified EVs and converted to EVs. And you got other events internationally, uh, like the Everything Electric in the UK, Europe, and Australia. So all those events show how strong the, uh, the industry is going in the retrofit world. Yeah, really cool. I'm I'm interested to hear that you're saying that you think the prices will go down in the next five years because, of course, the EV space is f more expensive than I'd like it to be personally. But it's I think it's really cool that we're able to take the technology that is, you know, of course, in EVs and put it into the beloved ICE cars we love. Then that that's just fun potential for projects and also to carry on legacy into the electric age so francie can we talk a little bit about what what viewers are going to expect from the renew channel because ultimately this is really um you know we, yeah. we don't know exactly what we're going to cover yet we know that's the world we're going to get into uh sure. and jerome of course is extremely connected and knows everyone and everyone knows the builder's guide and and so it's a great you know awesome uh, uh, benefit to us to have Jerome presenting all of these videos. And like uh, we mentioned, you will also see other contributors on the channel as well. 
uh, from around the world. So we have people in Southern California, in Australia, in Europe, uh, and and even here myself in Denver, when there's stuff going on in the U.S., I'll be covering it uh, as I learn along with everyone. But but ultimately, right now, um, we have two videos a week going. Right, Jerome? We're, we're doing a Wednesday and a Sunday. Is that Sunday, what we're doing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's a huge difference from running the magazine where you do four issues a year. Yes. So I love doing the magazine uh, because you have access to the best build and the, the best mind around the globe. Unfortunately, the magazine only comes out four times a year. So sometimes it's a bit frustrating for some of the people that involved in the magazine to see their story uh, when they have to wait three months and sometimes six months. So that's why I was, I was very interested in this project with you guys is you can drop content twice a week and maybe later on three times a week. Uh, and there is so much to cover, in the, especially we, because we are covering this on a global scale. But we've, you've got specialists all over the place, from the U.S. to India, uh, from South Africa to Australia. And, and uh, the funny thing is in Asia, not, no one is um, touching cars because they cannot modify their cars and they don't really keep classic cars. So, um, but besides Asia, again, India, uh, South Africa and Africa, are, you know, those guys are converting buses uh, because it's the most relevant things to do. And they've got free energy from the sun, so why not? So maybe that will be something we'll cover down the line. It's, it's not as exciting as a muscle car, but it's even more relevant, I would say. So converting uh, school buses is also very interesting. That's something we covered on the line. So yeah. obviously, it's it, the eye candy is showing um, muscle cars and big trucks and so on, but the um, relevance of converting classic vehicles or older vehicles is on a large scale and uh, converting as many vehicles and cars as we can um, mm -hmm. because we cannot produce enough brand new EVs. May they be uh, passenger car, trucks, uh, big trucks and big rigs and, and buses. So the best thing to do is to convert them locally where they are being used other than bring brand new vehicles from China to the United States. doesn't really make sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we can oh, produce yeah. the batteries, the cell, we can produce locally more and more. We, we're producing uh, modules in Europe, in the US, and obviously in, um, in China. So let's use, let's use as much as we can that is produced locally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, we're going to, sounds like you're going to be able to cover not only, you know, cool muscle car, car stories, but also the evolution of how renewing these evs will go and be or electrifying things in one way or another will evolve whether it's repairing them or yes yeah, somewhere across the world seeing how that goes and, and really track the trends here and see how popular it becomes and how it molds through time so i think that's an interesting part of it too is that it's it's a new thing that we're able to do in a way you know everything's kind of new and to see how it changes over time is that what makes you excited kyle you're, oh, you're muted. Sorry. A lot of it is repair. So uh, QC charge, fix my leaf. That video did really well. That would have been a video I would put on this channel. Uh, they just replaced the onboard charger after it failed. They're rebuilding uh, Tesla Model S motors now with no coolant inside. They're doing a coolant delete for the rotor uh, so that you don't have the, the issues of them flooding uh, the inverters and everything. It's fascinating what's going on. So we have conversion. We have repair. We have recycling and reusing, all part of this, which is why is the life cycle called renew of a vehicle. 
and you'll you'll get upgrades. I, I predict within the next uh, few years you will be upgrading battery packs from older Tesla Model S's, for instance, and, and Model 3's and Model Y's on the line. When those cars, the value we've seen, especially Teslas and Model 3's, have been really getting cheaper and cheaper. Um, but probably you'll be able to upgrade the motor or maybe or the battery or the charger. So there will be an aftermarket market for everything electric. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Again, seeing how it changes over time, I think that will be really interesting and an exciting new branch of the out of spec renew channel. So you have about seven videos up right now. It's you know mid February. So folks can expect more as you were saying, Jerome, you know, the magazine, people were wishing they had more t- time to put out these stories. So hopefully you won't have a lack in that going forward. Doesn't seem like it. There's plenty of content uh, from individual building their cars, uh, shops converting to conversion, um, more and more businesses going, you know, full in uh, with uh, developing systems that are, again, bolt-on, plug-in, because that's one big way to expand on the conversion to EV. So, yeah, lots of things to cover. Um, Interviews with engineers, people using their cars, why they opted for certain solution, and why the mistakes they've made, because we can really learn from them. And uh, something I will bring um, more often than not is the safety aspect of it. Uh, there's a funny thing in America, people are not um, frightened by electric electricity. Running on 110, you can get away with being electrocuted. Uh, in the rest of the world, when you're using 220 to 230 to 240, uh, <laughs> you only play once <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, safety is very important. Um, more and more, we are running a 300, 400 volt system, and, and some, some of the specialists are going 800 volt system. So, you cannot afford to, um, uh, to not follow the procedures. And, uh, arcing is a key issue with 800 volts. So, um, you will hear me more often than not uh, talking to trainers or you know reminding you to play it safe because kids electricity will kill you. <laughs> yes, definitely safety is a part of this too. If you're taking on projects and even with that home charging, there's tons of safety to consider in the EV space. So obviously electricity is running. Take it very seriously. Hopefully people will be very prepared when doing these projects, like you're saying, from engineers to whether you're DIYing it, and you will kind of you know, note that too, that these are big projects that they're undertaking and take a lot of work and thought and careful attention. Kyle, are you most excited to see something from the Out of Spec Renew channel? Uh, honestly, I'm excited to learn. I know just about as much as I would say the most of our audience about conversions, which is like, I know you can do it in my head. Why not just like rip a battery out of a Model 3 and slap it into another car? But there's so much fabrication, tuning, coding, software to make these systems work. There's a lot of off-the-shelf systems. There's a lot of these pre-built kits that I want Jerome to go through and really do the comparisons. Would you go with a, I don't know, Cascadia motor over a Tesla motor over someone else's. And these are all the things I'm just starting to learn. And of course, I have, um, you know, we have our own projects we're going to be filming for this the RAV4 EVs, the Coda, 
my commuter cars that are electric, we're going to be bringing back to life. But I also think out of spec should do our own conversion. Uh, so let us know what you think. I mean, uh, both Jerome and I, we haven't mentioned it in this podcast, but we're both huge Land Rover nerds. Uh, Jerome's been writing about Land Rovers and the off-road scene forever. I own two Range Rovers. Jerome, you still have a Range Rover, right? Do you have an L322? Uh, I had a whole collection of classic uh, Range Rovers. So, uh, But you know, yeah, I've nice. converted to electric, so it's really important to promote our electric cars. And bringing uh, a project into the party for the, the channel is uh, something I've been working on. So more on Great. that. Great. So, okay, uh, good. So, yeah, you know, uh, for an anecdote, the reason why I met all the people in the industry is because uh, about five years ago, six years ago, I wanted to convert my L322 Range Rover, but no one would touch it because right. it was too modern of a car. So I had to figure things out. And it is in, indeed tricky because all the, the safety aspect of it for a one-off, it would have been uh, crazy expensive to develop it. So uh, we, we passed on and um, now I have other plans for a potential conversion to the project. Okay, great. Yeah, so I think we, we should do an out-of-spec one. I'd love to do a Defender electric. I mean, it's been done a bunch, so there's at least a lot of knowledge on what it takes to make that conversion happen. Um, yeah, so many ideas, but but ultimately, I'm tuning in twice a week, watching the videos along with the audience. We've had a great start to the channel. Very rarely do we get to a 1,000 subscribers as quickly as we have now, and I think within one week or so, we'll be at a 1,000 subscribers, which means, of course, from a business case, the channel's monetized. YouTube will help push the channel along so that more people can learn and see. Um, of course, uh, we'll be working with great advertising partners as the channel grows, just treating it like any other business that we have, except th the point of this is it, it's just to share and educate and have fun. And hopefully we can at least cover the expenses of doing it. That's always the goal. And uh, I think I think we will be able to. I think it's going to be quite a cool outlet. We're looking forward to meeting a lot of people through this, especially me. Jerome knows a lot of people. But the thing is that everyone needs to realize we are at the very, very start of this industry. There will be so many more people coming into the conversion space, into the retrofit space with upgraded products, uh, you know, reusing kits, recycling products for, you know, scrap that you pull out of cars. And that's everything we'll be covering. So there we go. I think that covers it. Take a look at Out of Spec Renew. It's a little bit close to reviews. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's not put the channels next to each other. But uh, it's it, we, I like the name. Yeah, and, and going back to the growth of the EV conversion principle, uh, as we've seen at SEMA, a lot of celebrities were associated with converted to EV classic cars. I'm talking about uh, Richard Rawlings. Um, I'm talking about... Uh, and Collins, uh, the stick from Top Gear, and many other uh, personalities, all the key automotive YouTubers who are visiting uh, this area of the CMA show, very interested and filming a lot. So expect to see a lot of conversion to EV in the general automotive world uh, this year. Yes, I'm really excited. I think this is a great project going forward. I've really enjoyed your videos so far, and I hope that everyone will go and check it out. You know, throw them a subscribe likes, you know, whatever, support the channel. I think it is a really cool space to see grow and I'm excited to watch it evolve over time. So thank you, Jerome and Kyle for taking on this effort and coming over to the podcast to explain what the heck is going on with the Out of Spec Renew channel. Of course, audience, um, let us know what comments you have. Uh, you know, if, if you have an idea of what Out of Spec might be able to renew or electrify, let us know what you think we should do. 
and let us know which one of the Renew videos is your favorite. And if you have any comments or questions, hopefully Jerome or Kyle can come over and help answer them. Thank you for tuning into the Out of Spec podcast. Hope you have a great rest of your day and hopefully maybe you feel a bit renewed after this episode. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.